0: Are you listening to this on Spotify right now? You should be on Spotify. You can listen to all your favorite artists and podcasts in one place for free. You don't even need a premium account. Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're listening to right now on Spotify. You can follow your favorite podcast. So you never miss an episode. Premium Spotify users can download episodes to listen to offline. So wherever you are, you can hear me. It'll be like we're on that vacation in the mountains together. And of course, you can easily share what you're listening to with your friends on Instagram. If you haven't done so already, be sure to download the Spotify app and search for Be Reasonable with your moderator, Chris Paul. Or you can browse to find new podcasts in the tab marked Your Library. Oh, and make sure to follow me so you never miss an episode of Be Reasonable. as moderator for tonight's broadcast i'm your moderator chris paul let's be reasonable i built this homestead with my own two hands it's high noon for thursday what is it august 27th 2020 And we just completed the third night of the Republican National Convention. Uh, Mike Pence spoke at Fort McHenry, which was the place from which the Star Spangled Banner was inspired. Uh, It was attended by people and the people clapped. There were lots of flags. It was quite a, uh, a beautiful but intimate ceremony. It's not really a ceremony, whatever. Uh, it is much better than watching Kamala Harris yell at an empty room. Uh, (laughs) I can't even believe all this is real. So Pence had some big lines last night. One of them being that the hard truth is you will not be safe in Joe Biden's America. Uh, That makes people who get mad about everything mad about a new thing now, which, you know, is okay because they get mad at everything. But the real question is whether or not he's right. And right now, it's really hard to make an argument that he's wrong because... In the last five years, we have seen a media try to dominate the narrative to convince people that reality is not reality, to control what people can do and say, to help in the destruction of people's lives for doing and saying the wrong things. We have a political party that is more than happy to keep people locked in their homes and unable to work. And force them into dependency on government financial relief. We have tech companies that are clearly trying to control and manipulate us. I don't think anyone doubts that. We have academia that has prioritized inculcating people into critical theory and Marxism. Everything now is a system of oppression. That doesn't make anybody safe. They allow rioting and looting. Joe Biden came out with his first statement yesterday, not mentioning anything specific other than violence doesn't help us heal. I'll keep you safe. That is crazy talk. It's been three months. And, you know, I talked a little bit about the uh, the George Floyd autopsy and the released memos from the medical examiners, George Floyd's lungs filled with fluid from the fentanyl overdose. That is why he was saying, I can't breathe when he was on his feet. It is conclusively not murder. It is conclusively not from the knee being on his back. And, The body cam footage showed quite a lot of that, and they chose not to release it. They chose not to release this medical examiner's report as well. The huckster lawyer that represents all these cases had their own medical examiner come in, and their report on George Floyd's death was released before they got the toxicology reports. So that's how honest this thing has been. And to have witnessed the last three months of mayhem based on the narrative that police officers are out hunting black people, that's abhorrent. You know, I said I've been saying that I think that this Democratic Party is uh, the most disgusting and immoral thing I've ever witnessed. And I don't back off that in the slightest. This has been their doing. This could have been easily prevented if they were responsible about what they were saying. But they haven't been. And it's not an accident. To believe that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and Nancy Pelosi don't have access to the information that Minnesota's Attorney General Keith Ellison has. Is naive. These leaders have chosen. To allow these narratives to persist. Now, <clears throat> I want to update and uh, perhaps correct, um, depending on your interpretation of I don't even remember exactly the wording I used, but I said that it was at least possible and perhaps likely that he, uh, that Jacob Blake had a gun in the car. It turns out that is not correct. Uh, he did have the knife in his hand and the knife was found on the floorboards of the car, you know, obviously after the shooting. Okay. So he was in fact armed. He was fighting. The police were called there for a reason. Uh, he had a, uh, third degree felony, sexual assault and other charges of domestic abuse against him. Okay. So he wasn't breaking up a fight between other people and the police just rolled up on him and then shot him to death. That's just a lie. I don't know how that shit gets made up. But it also seems not to be true at all that there was a gun in the car. So that means that that shooting was probably unjustified. Uh, Unless that car was on and he was threatening to run over people, I don't see how you can shoot a man for a knife. Now, if the officer truly believed he was reaching for a gun, that gets hazier, you know, because their responsibility is to protect the community and to protect each other, you know. That is the number one responsibility. And that's why they were there in the first place, because they were called there to protect the community. So, I don't know, man. I don't think there's enough... uh, information yet to make a determination. It feels like it was probably an excessive use of force for the people who think that he should have just been tased. They tried tasing him. That did not work. Um, for whatever reason, I'm not sure what the reason is yet, but that's, I think the best information that is out there at this time. And so that's what we have to go off of. But, of course, none of this justifies what's happening in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and elsewhere. Uh, A man in Minneapolis yesterday shot himself in the head, and Minneapolis rioters used that as an excuse to go loot Saks Fifth Avenue. So this is where we're at Morley. These events are being used as excuses for awful behavior. All right. None of what's happening right now is going to make any societal difference. And if they thought it was going to help them win Democratic votes, they are very wrong. The polls are shifting strongly against them. Um, I think uh, Rasmussen has. Trump's approval among black American voters at 36 percent and. The Democrats know that they are going to get beaten very badly. Hillary Clinton is uh, discouraging Joe Biden from conceding on election election night, just as she chose not to. Um, She did concede the next day because it was obvious she lost. I don't know how they're going to attempt it this time. Uh, They will probably try to pull off something with the electoral vote, imagining that they can win California and some other blue states by such large uh, margins that they'll, you know, be able to make a an argument for that somehow, even though it's totally anti-constitutional. And even though Joe Biden is underperforming Hillary Clinton in 2016, um, I don't think anyone. Reasonable who's not completely Trump deranged, is going to look around at what's happening right now in the country and think that it's Donald Trump's fault. It is insane to believe that, right down to the coronavirus. If you don't believe me, go ahead back and listen to Controlled Demolition, where I take you through the entirety of the last six months media narrative. And if you believe at that point that, Donald Trump is the one that's been misleading the country and lying about the response and messing things up. I you know, I just don't know what to tell you at that point. Um, liberals, progressives, the left, whatever you'd like to call them, woke people, and a certain brand of middle to upper middle class elite. And by elite, I mean they have gone to a fairly good college and now believe everything said by other people who have gone to fairly good colleges. All of their information is based on uh, the, the narrative authority of other sources like the New York Times and the Washington Post and CNN and blah, blah, blah. Those people will still hold on to their Biden votes, and that is just because they believe and have bought into respectability intellectualism. They believe that it is respectable to fall somewhere in the middle of the extremes by intent, not because they agree with the middle position, but just because they are happy to recite the old trope that both parties are bad. And, uh, you know, and then they just declare some flimsy rationale that confirms what they already thought. And then they go ahead and move on with their lives because it really doesn't matter whether or not they're right, because there's no downside to them being wrong. And I'm trying to tell all you guys and you can, you know, have this same discussion with your friends and your family who you talk to. But the key is whether or not these people have ever considered that they might be wrong. And they don't consider that they might be wrong or there's no way they would continue to believe they're right. All right. What has the news been right about in the last five years? What have they, the important events, what has the media gotten correct? Not the election, not the democratic primaries in 2016. I mean, not Carter page, not the Russian dossier, the steel dossier, Not Michael Flynn, not Trump-Russia collusion, not the Mueller investigation, not travel bans, not kids in cages, not COVID, not Charlottesville. What have they gotten right about really important narrative shaping events, the stuff that shapes our culture, the stuff that confirms or denies these race narratives? The stuff that they're using to divide people. What have they gotten right? Ask one of your friends, what have they gotten right? Which is it? They put Michael Avenatti on television for hours a day to talk about Stormy Daniels, to talk about how Trump's a liar. They tried to make Michael Avenatti into the next Democratic president of the United States because they needed like a bulldog. To face off against the bad orange man. Sounds like... Names of wrestlers... From the 80's. When the WWE was still called the WWF. And it didn't get... Kicked out. Because of the World Wildlife Foundation. That really is why it's World Wrestling Entertainment now. I'm pretty sure. There's probably going to be a wrestling fan out there that's like... Actually... No, don't listen to wrestling fans in general. I have some that are my friends and you can listen to half of them. So uh Nancy Pelosi now has endorsed the idea of Joe Biden refusing to debate Donald Trump and some of my friends, I posted this today, and some of my friends do not think that that could possibly happen. There's like, there's no indication that it will. And I'm like, the Speaker of the House just suggested it. Like, what more indication do you need? No one believes, no one honest believes that Joe Biden is going to do well for himself on a debate stage against Donald Trump. It makes no sense to even believe that. Joe Biden can't answer questions in interviews coherently. The idea that Joe Biden is going to stand on a stage for two hours across from a man who has dramatically more energy. Like it's not even on the same scale. Joe Biden is about a one and Trump is a 10 on energy right now. And this isn't like, I don't think energy is the most important thing in the world, but you have to have a sharpness and a focus and an ambition when you go into those situations. No matter how much Joe Biden practices debating, he cannot win that debate. Not stylistically, not visually. He's not going to project confidence and competence It is not possible for Joe Biden to do that. And this is one of the downsides of trying to nominate a candidate like that and then take this through to the finish line. It makes no sense. Nancy Pelosi saying that there shouldn't be debates is as close to someone in the campaign saying there should be no debates As it possibly could be. They have floated it in the media. They have done the op-eds. Weeks later, she's still saying it. Weeks later, they're still trying for universal mail-in voting. They know which way the polls are headed. Hillary Clinton's saying that Joe Biden should contest the, the, uh, the election on election night. Is there any indication anywhere that this party actually believes it has a lead in the polls? Can anyone imagine that their uh, convention last week with all their celebrity appearances did anything to improve their standing? They did not even mention the violence and the rioting around the country. How do you not mention that? How are they supposed to be taken seriously as a governing force? when they can't even tell a deranged mob of college-educated, unemployed white kids to stop setting people's stores on fire? How can anyone consider voting for this? and everything always comes back to trump bad trump bad uh i want to i feel like i've talked about this in in different ways but i was thinking about i was thinking last night about how i haven't really laid it all out but uh, you know i think that i think that trump when he came into office um was probably not expecting to be elected and um probably not really anticipating what the job would be like. And I don't think that he took to it very well. And I think that most people would agree with that. But I think in the last six months, we have seen a different Donald Trump emerge. And like I've said multiple times, I think that the reason he got in the race in the first place was because he was a patriot that saw both sides taking the country in a direction it should not go. And that he did not want to continue to witness that. He thought maybe he had an opening and he would go for it. Right. So obviously becoming president out of nowhere and then finding out that most of the infrastructure in place when you became president is as corrupt as the party you just defeated. No matter what party they represent, It's going to take time to ramp up into the position that he wanted to have himself in, which was the position of being able to eradicate those systems from the federal government. And over time, he has been largely successful in doing that. And I think in the last six months, he has really realized what he can do and what he needs to do without the distractions of constant investigations and nonsense. And the first three years of his presidency were totally dominated by utter bullshit that the Democrats created out of nothing to undermine his presidency and get him removed from office. It did not work. And the reason it did not work was because it was not true. And. They are deathly afraid of what's going to happen if he wins again. And they should be because the entire reputation of the last four decades of their party and their icons and the heroes and the people that have represented the democratic institutions for the last 40 years are in dire trouble. And that includes governors like Andrew Cuomo and Gavin Newsom. Andrew Cuomo should. And hopefully will be recalled in California. There is a movement right now. If you have not signed that petition, please do. Recall Gavin Newsom. Just Google it. You can find out where people have petitions. You can download your own petition and sign it and uh, mail it in. You can mail in ballot a, uh, a recall petition. How about that? And we can see if the mail fails we can blame gavin's lack of recall on on his abuse of the us mail i hope everyone watched uh rick grinnell's speech from last night rick grinnell was the us ambassador to germany from 2018 to 2020 And then he was briefly appointed as the acting director of national intelligence by Trump. He is a gay man and very high up in the administration, very well trusted and very empowered to do what he does. And that's fantastic. He last night went through some of... The scenario I was just talking about with the Trump collusion, the setup, the Mueller, all that stuff. And if you haven't watched the speech, like I said, you should, because it is. As public and as official, a takedown of that process, as you will ever see from a public official not named Donald Trump at this point. It is explanatory. It is amazing to me that the media has not focused on it. It's like they're trying to ignore it because otherwise they would all be out in force today calling all of that a crazy conspiracy. But it is not a crazy conspiracy. And their relative silence has been surprising, honestly. I figured there was just going to be a wave of Rick Grinnell stuff today. But instead, of course, they're uh, focusing on... Uh, Mike Pence's speech because he used the word heritage as if it only has the meaning that applies to the Confederate South. This is where we are now. Day after day of this Republican National Convention, Donald Trump has had speakers from ethnic minorities, Chinese dissidents, people who have escaped communism and authoritarianism in Cuba. Disabled people, veterans, gay people in prominent positions, women in prominent positions, the first woman ever to manage a presidential campaign to victory. Everything the Democrats say they are has been on better display by the Republicans this week. They have focused more on working class Americans. They have featured working class Americans and given them great time slots to make long speeches, five minutes, 10 minutes, in the Republican National Convention to highlight their personal stories, their lived experience, as you might say. And what has the media done in response? They have fact-checked these people's lived experience. That doesn't even make sense. But you've got like CNN's little dork genius, uh, Daniel Dale, like fact-checking regular Americans, private citizens. What is wrong with these people? Imagine how they would react If there was a Republican fact check on the lived experience of a black single mother in the Democratic Convention, what would they do? What would they call that? They're still online making fun of of the black speakers, calling them Uncle Tom and Coon. They're making fun of the women's appearance and the sound of their voice. These people not only have become what they always hate, hated, they are what they always hated. And the reason that they hate it so loudly is because it is what they are. They constantly rail on the exact same concept when some, you know, when some uh, anti-gay priest turns out gay. They have no problem understanding that concept. That that person was gay all their lives and trying to hide it. And so they would speak out against it. Why doesn't that apply to progressive racism or sexism? <clears throat> Why doesn't that apply to the way that they. Seek out. Jobs by destroying other people's jobs. Trying to take people down so that they can replace them. Like Look at what happens in these newsrooms. They try to find something. What was it? The guy from Boeing? I think it was Boeing. 33 years ago, he wrote an op-ed about how women shouldn't serve in combat positions in the military. And for that, he is canceled from his job. 33 years ago, an op-ed that people agreed with at the time. That shouldn't be seen as anything other than an attempt to take someone's job so that someone on your team can replace them. It's pathetic. It's gross. I was going to wrap up, but one more thing. Gavin Newsom has decided that the CDC advisory on testing is not something that California needs to abide. And in his statement, He said that he has his own experts. Can you imagine the unmitigated gall it takes to say something that fucking preposterous after telling us for five months, five and a half months, that you were following the science and the data? No, you were following your experts. The ones who would say the things that you wanted them to say while accusing everyone who disagreed with you of doing just that. So now the CDC is no longer reputable for the people who like the science. I think every agency and every person should be taken with a degree of skepticism. So I have no problem in being skeptical about the CDC. I have a problem with the guy saying that we shouldn't be skeptical about government advisories for coronavirus himself completely denying government advisories for coronavirus. And the thing that he's being skeptical about is the use of asymptomatic testing, the testing of asymptomatic individuals, something that has never made sense ever. we have reached a point of total separation between what the old guard says and does and what reality is. And if you are still trusting the old guard over what you see with your eyes, you are lost and you're going to have a bad day on November 4th. I will be back tomorrow. I might record it tonight, actually. Uh, But it will be. Back tomorrow at the same reasonable time on the same reasonable podcast network. I do not have a network. You should listen to More Hopes Fall. I don't know if anybody ever listens to me about that, but you really should. Oh, and guys, I always put the ad after this, but if you can, please encourage encourage your friends, encourage the people you share this information with to listen to the podcast, to follow the I'm Your Moderator Twitter and Instagram, and to rate and review the podcast in itunes because it's funny i have like three one star reviews in there because people got mad at me on twitter <laughs> and so they decided to ratings bomb the podcast it's hilarious people are so <laughs> sad um anyway so same reasonable time same reasonable podcast network i don't have a network listen to more hopes fall Goodbye. Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. If you like the show, please share it with your friends and give it a five-star rating on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts so new listeners can take your word for it. You can follow the show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at I'm Your Moderator. If you have feedback, you can email Moderator at imyourmoderator.com or use the hashtag heymoderator on Twitter. for tonight's broadcast. <laughs>